0: Hey there, Duke fans. Welcome to episode 201, 201 of the Duke Basketball Report podcast. I am Jason Evans. I just want to let folks know what's going on very, very quickly. Uh, we know there has been a ton of news about the Duke roster for, for next season that has happened in just the past couple of days. We got word uh, that Trey Jones is officially leaving for the NBA. Not a surprise. We did get a little bit of a surprise that Alex O'Connell has entered the transfer portal and may be looking to, to move to a different location. We're going to deal with all that stuff in the next couple of days, we promise. There's a lot of other things moving on, uh, moving out there, uh, You know, roster changes that could happen. We, we're going to dive deep into those kind of things and what the roster will look like for next year's Duke Blue Devils in the next couple of days. But we had something else we wanted to do first. We went back into the archives, we found a classic Duke game, one of the favorite games in history, and we found our podcast from the moments after that game. This is the actual podcast that we did just moments after Duke beat Kentucky at the 1992 East Regional. I know lots of you will remember this, there are some great classic moments in it, but for those of you who don't remember us doing this back in 1992, here is the 1992 edition of the Duke Basketball Report podcast.
1: Welcome back to the Duke Basketball Report podcast. It is Saturday, March 28th, 1992, and oh my God, Duke has just beaten Kentucky in one of the most incredible basketball games you will ever see. I'm Donald Wine, your host. I'm coming to you from my basement in Ypsilanti, Michigan, Jason Evans is probably in the parking lot somewhere outside the spectrum. And Sam Klein Sam Klein joins us from his car seat in the back of his dad's station wagon because Sam is not three yet, and he can't even ride shotgun. So uh, this game, guys, Duke is back in the Final Four again. Our chances of repeating his national championship champions intact after a 104-103 win over Kentucky in overtime. in Leitner. They're already calling it the shot, guys. I I don't know if you've heard this yet. It's called The Shot. And I think it's something that we're going to be seeing forever. It's the one that sent us to Minneapolis, back to the Final Four. Jason, you were at the game. I'm jealous. I was just in my parents' basement. (laughs) Tell me your thoughts on how this happened.
0: Uh, Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I have to – a quick backstory for how I was possibly there for this game. It's incredible. My – my fiance, we're we're scheduled to get married in just a couple months. Uh, she's the greatest woman on earth. Her uncle is a food broker in the city of Philadelphia. She's from Philly, and one of the products that he is a food broker for is Gatorade. And so I got word just a few days ago that he had gotten me Gatorade seats for the game. And so my fiance and I, we we live in New York, as you all know. We went from New York down to Philly, very easy ride, um, to sit in Gatorade seats. Guys, where do you think where do you think Gatorade has seats in the spectrum? You think they're any good? Oh my god! Good. <laughs> oh my god! I was in the front row. I was in the the cheerleaders. Okay, the the cheer the Duke and the Kentucky cheerleaders were right in front of me. I almost stepped on a pom pom a couple times. I'm in the front row, right underneath the basket. For the first half, it was the Duke basket. The second half, it was the Kentucky basket. I, I, I mean, like, and and the last pass that that incredible pass that Grant Hill makes. I had to kind of lean to the side because Grant Hill is like standing in front of me when he makes the pass. It was unreal. It's incredible. And the best part is I've got tickets to the final four. I got tickets in the lottery. My buddy Kobe and I are going to Minneapolis to see the final four in just a few days. But the reality is I, I did not think. I thought I was going to have to sell these tickets. <laughs> I thought there was no way I was going to be able to use them after Sean Woods hits that ridiculous shot, that circus shot, although he'd been hitting them all game. I mean, one of the things that I remarked to my fiance when we were watching the game was that this guy kept on taking really difficult off-balance shots and hitting them. So I wasn't surprised at all when he hit one more to give them the lead. And then, uh, and then Christian Leitner. I mean, I I don't even know what to make of a guy who... I I, I heard a, a friend of mine here at the arena handed me a, a printed box score after the game was over. Guys, is it... Sam did did Christian Leitner go ten for ten from
2: the field in this game? He didn't miss a single shot is that right he didn't, he didn't miss a single shot and uh, so as Donald noted, I was listening to the game in the car radio, so I actually had Bob Harris's uh take on this, and Bob oh, Harris that's was awesome completely oh, Bob, fabulous completely losing his mind um at the end there when when woods made the shot, it was devastating. My dad and I were both were both totally uh we 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 were totally deflated. It didn't seem like Duke had enough time. They had to get the ball all the way up in, in two seconds. And I so I, I haven't yet seen the pass, but I guess it sounds like Rick Patino didn't have anybody guard Grant Hill. So he was able to to he throw did. what sounds like was a perfect pass to Christian Leitner. It it, yeah, it and was wait, a- and
0: uh, really quick, do you guys remember there was the, the Wake Forest game earlier this year, one of the two games we lost this season. Yes, 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 we tr- this. We tried the exact same pass, and when Grant Hill threw it, it like it like it like had a slice, like a golf shot, a bad golf shot, and it sliced and it it took Christian nearly out of bounds and he couldn't get off anything. This time, Grant Hill made the perfect pass, and that's that's the whole reason we get any chance at that basket. Donald. The
1: thing, they played you know,
2: they- I, I, I was I I I couldn't believe that he made it. I mean, as I said, we were we were freaking out. Um, I think I I think I almost soiled my pants um because I was so excited. But the still a diaper. I, Do you
0: still have a diaper?
2: No, 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 no. I'm 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 out of the diaper. I've been out of the diaper for I don't know, I guess about a year now or so. Um good for you. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Congrats. so I'm I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. Um the, the 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 thing that I was really struck by was that Duke seemed to be in control. For most of the second half of this game, and then and then Kentucky was able to storm back right at the end uh, and cut what was a a double-digit lead by Duke all the way down to tying it up at regulation. Like what what was going on with the with the Duke defense? How come they couldn't? All of a sudden, they couldn't stop Kentucky at the end of the game. There, Donald. It
1: it was it was surreal. It it was almost like earlier in the season, there's been there was a couple games where we would just lose it and just play sloppy on offense. We were throwing the ball away and missing terrible shots. And then they would just come back in and they were hitting everything. I think in the end we shot 64%, but there is a stretch where we probably shot about 20%. Uh, But guys, the one, one thing that I, since Sam, you were in the car and Jason, you were at the game. I don't think you saw this. It was at the end when Christian Leitner shoots the ball and he hits the three, it hits the, hits the jumper to win. They flash to Thomas Hill, who's on the sideline, and he has he has what this little thing where you put your hands behind your back on your, of your head, and he starts crying. It, it's oh, honestly, amazing. I don't that's know beautiful. if you were able to see it, but no, uh, no way, it, that's, that's beautiful. Just watch SportsCenter. Like, it's it's it, it's, it's going to live like forever. A nice, it's a an iconic image. image from this game. It, it was. Uh, they also played the the Bob Harris call, and I got to tell you. I, I've been wearing pants for about eight years now, and I probably would have lo- lost some um, if I had heard that live. So that, that was good. <laughs> Jason, I, I just want to go back to you because you were at the game. Like, how did Kentucky get back into this game, especially late? Like, it, it had me just sitting, just pacing in my, in my parents' basement, just looking for them to do something, and it just didn't seem to happen. Well, I'll tell
0: you, the thing that struck me in this contest was the pace. And I think, you know, Kentucky's pressure was relentless. And I think that they were able to get back in it by wearing Duke down. You know, Sam commented on, on that double-digit lead. Duke led by 12 with about uh, seven or eight minutes to go. And Kentucky suddenly starts turning us over. Because I think we got – Bobby especially. Bobby Hurley has a huge game. I mean, Bobby gets 10 assists in this game. Um, and and was draining threes. You know, he
2: was five of ten. But he, from, turned, but he turned the ball over a lot. It's I mean, th- that's what it sort oh, of yeah. sounds like. Is that, is he, had that eight he was getting forced into into playing maybe a little bit more frantically than he would like.
0: Yeah, Kentucky wanted to speed him up, and and that's what Kentucky succeeded at doing. Now, I'm not saying it was the best game plan on earth because because <laughs> Bobby scored 22 points with 10 assists, but those eight turnovers. Um, and they weren't all on Bobby, by the way. Not you know, not nearly. Um, but but it, the sounded like, late, it sounded like
2: late. Sounded like some of them were because they were just like unnecessary fast breaks that that Hurley was taking, even though he didn't really have to. Yeah.
0: yeah well, and and this is what got Kentucky back in the game late. Um, we saw Jamal Mashburn raining down some three pointers. John Pelfrey had a really big game from the perimeter. He, uh, I, I think he hit at least three three pointers. I mean, that was that was how Kentucky got back in it. And I thought Duke was going to be in real trouble uh, when Kentucky started, you know, raining those threes down on us. But but Hurley, the guy who made the turnovers, hit hit, hit a big three at one point. I remember he had a, a great pass to Thomas Hill on a fast break that led to to Hill getting a three point play, um, and and that's what sort of steadied us when it looked like we were going to wilt even more than we did. Dudes, we got to talk about one thing. What did y'all think about that ref call on on Christian Leitner? I, like from my perspective, I didn't see him do hardly anything. To, suddenly, he gets a technical for like
1: for like kicking lake
0: or something. what happened? That's I didn't see. I couldn't. See, I was anywhere near, near it.
1: it. What's that? He, he put What's... his he put his foot on his chest.
2: Yeah, it was bad. Put it right on um, his chest.
1: Oh, it was. I, I mean, I couldn't. Yeah. I'm on the other end of the floor.
0: I'm as far away as you can imagine. Yeah, so, his that. So they're, they're breaking guys up and I couldn't tell what was going on. and the Chris way, got the way Bob
2: Harris described it, the way Bob Harris described it, it sounds like uh, Leitner got just a little bit upset by, uh, by the hard foul that, that Timberlake had put on him and he was just kind of giving him a, 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 putting him on notice, if you will, that he shouldn't do that anymore. So I, I and, think it sounds like Duke got a little lucky that the refs didn't decide to go fully nuclear on Leitner and remove him from the game. Is that, is that right,
1: Donald? That's right. And, and, the the replay it doesn't it's not like he walked across them or anything he didn't step on his foot and just kind of like like grind his grind his feet into into uh his couch like rick james would but it it, it was something where they had uh he just stepped on his foot stepped on his chest and kind of released it as if to say like hey don't do that again um but the ref gave him gave him a technical i think in the end it, it we're really lucky he was still in the game because if he wasn't in the game, I don't oh, we know don't who's going to take that yeah, shot. We you don't know? win. I think another <laughs> thing, guys. Another.
2: Speaking of lucky things for Duke, uh, Jamal Mashburn fouling out towards the end of the game was really big. We talked about in the preview for this game how dynamic Mashburn is, and I think we all expect him to have a a pretty strong NBA career. Um, you know, now that he's done here at Kentucky, but please uh, don't Mashburn, come back, Jamal. Please don't come back. He was such a force for Kentucky inside, outside, on defense, all over the court. Um, and, you know, we, we've talked about how this Kentucky team's got a lot of guys who um, they were not the most talented team, you know, up and down the lineup, but Mashburn makes up for so many of their deficiencies. And um, Duke really didn't have an answer from him. They just had to wait it out until he, until he fouled out of the game.
0: You know, really interesting development in this game. Coach K – I mean, we played a little bit of zone in the first half, but mostly Dukes, you know, we're playing man-to-man. This is a Coach K team. Um, he did not – you know, Mashburn is sort of their biggest guy, especially when that that Jamel Martinez dude isn't in. He's a weirdo. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Jamel Mashburn Martinez was,
2: looks, like he's, looks like he's 37 years old.
0: Yeah, I, I believe he is. And his mustache like, came from the 1970s.
1: Martinez is so old. I mean, like, he's old as dirt. Like, he's as old as my parents. Don't tell them, though. <laughs> anyway,
0: the interesting thing was like you would have kind of figured when Mashburn's the biggest guy in the game, you would figure that Duke would put our big man on him, Christian Leitner. Coach K did not do that. If you watch this game, the entire second half, especially, it was Grant Hill and Tony Lang who were guarding Jamal Mashburn, mostly Grant Hill. And man, I got to shut. I thought Grant had a great game. We used him to break the press as much as we used Bobby Hurley, and uh, you know, I thought Grant Grant was steadier like it's amazing to say that Kentucky sped Bobby Hurley up they could not speed Grant Hill up in the same way and uh, full props to Grant I thought he was we're talking about we didn't win the game without Christian ain't no way we win this game without Grant Hill because it seemed like we couldn't we were struggling rebounding at times and Grant was the guy who's getting all the boards
2: I know it seems crazy to say that Grant Hill has to be starting he's only a sophomore but like he's clearly one of the two or three best players on the team night in and night out and, well, it's, uh, only,
0: it's it's the injury. Remember, he got hurt earlier. It's the injury, and and we sort of moved into a different rotation. But he plays starter minutes more yeah. than starter. He, he plays pretty much the whole game anyway.
1: I guess it. I guess it's he good. He played then like thirty because, minutes or something.
2: Yeah. It, it it. I guess it allows K to rotate all of his athletes in and out of the game. Um, and Duke, of course, is you know for all of Duke's advantages. I think one of the most helpful for them in this tournament has been that they are generally more athletic than than lots of other teams in this tournament. So uh, Duke can can rotate a lot of big bodies in and out and and keep guys fresh.
1: So I, I think the one thing really quickly and Christian later, you mentioned that he was perfect 10 for 10 from the field. He was also a perfect 10 for 10 from the free throw line, which were 10 crucial points, oh, really? especially in wow. the, the game. So that's that's, awesome. he literally had a perfect game. That's really cool. But the one thing I will say, I I, I have to commend uh, Coach K on his Jedi mind trick by putting in Marty Clark for 30 seconds at the end of the first half. I thought oh that was God. pretty cool.
0: When K put Marty Clark in the game, my fiance turns to me and she's like, who's that kid that just got put in the game?
2: He looked so... <laughs> Poor Marty. I mean, God love you, son, but uh, yeah, you know, now, he, he's, he's, now he's registered minutes in, in what seems like it's gonna go down as an all-time classic college basketball game. So good for Marty Clark. My
1: well, fourth I, grade I, basketball team has bigger players than he does.
0: Hey, <laughs> how about Travis? How about Travis Ford of Kentucky? At one point, Travis Ford was in the game standing next to Bobby Hurley, and I went, Bobby Hurley looks like he's like six six next to Travis Ford. That guy's like that guy's <laughs> he's smaller than three year old Sam.
1: <laughs> but he probably doesn't wear pants
0: <laughs> that
2: diapers mean no diapers on travel not tomorrow. a big fan yeah. not a big fan
1: of wearing pants not yeah. not my favorite so we so guys we're we're in the final four now we get to return to the final four uh, we, five
0: final fours in a fifth, row
1: five final fours we've made some history and now we join uh we join indiana and we're going to play them Next week, but we we just learned um, that we also have Michigan and Cincinnati. So, guys, I just want really quickly I want you to preview the Final for us against Indiana, and then Michigan versus Cincinnati. Who makes it to the final, and who wins this thing? Sam, I'll go to you first.
2: Uh, I think that this is the this is the time where Coach K is going to pass his old master, Bob Knight. Um, obviously, that's going to be the the big storyline going into the Final Four. So I am excited to see uh, Duke against Indiana. I think Duke's going to going to take it against them. And then on the other side, um, the Fab Five of Michigan are are just so awesome. Everyone's been talking about them all year, and uh, I can't wait to see Duke uh, go up against them in the national championship game.
0: I'm going to disagree with that prediction. Uh, I mean, I of course think Duke's going to win. Uh, against Indiana, but this Indiana club is really good. I mean, did you guys see that they absolutely I was able to watch most of the game before I had to get over to 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 Philly to to, to see the Duke Kentucky game. They absolutely spanked a really good UCLA team with, with Don McClain and Tyus Edney. Um they they beat them 106 to 79. I mean this Indiana club is playing 106 points in the final eight is is a big game. They are playing great basketball Ah, uh, Calbert Cheney is is one of the best players in the country. Um, Damon Bailey is a really solid guard, and, and it's going to be a very interesting matchup between him and and Bobby Hurley. I think for the most part, um, this Indiana team is 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 very very good. Whoever wins the game between Duke and Indiana, I think will win the national title. Uh, every, all the storyline is going to be Coach K versus his mentor Bobby Knight. Uh, I I think I think Duke's probably favored, but not by a lot, because like I said, this Indiana team is is tough. I, I would take Cincinnati, I think, to win just because just I don't think these freshmen, I don't. I, how can you believe that freshmen can play well enough to to defeat guys who have three, four years of experience on them? I, I just don't see I don't see the, the the Fab Five being able to defeat Cincinnati. Um, and we already played them earlier in the year. And I prefer a matchup against a new team as opposed to playing a team we've already played.
1: So, guys, I, I as you know, I live in Ypsilanti, Michigan, which is right next to. Ann Arbor, Michigan, home of the Michigan Wolverines. And they're they're my second favorite team. The Fab Five is is awesome. Like the bald heads and 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 the and the shorts and the and the black socks. That's that's my thing. And so I think we're gonna get past Indiana because I don't like those guys. We're gonna beat their at their the butt. The butt I said butt, mom. I said butt. Uh they're gonna beat their butt. And then after that, we're gonna play. The Fab Five, and let me tell you guys, don't sleep on the Fab Five. I talked to Jalen Rose yesterday when I was at McDonald's, and he said, "Yo, man, let me get let me get a, an ice cream. I'll pay you back." And he never did. But it's funny because he had he broke out a lot of hundreds. I don't, I don't understand. But anyway, Jalen Rose told me that before that, we are going to have trouble against the Fab Five. I don't see it, but. I I, I think it's going to be that game.
0: When we played them earlier in the year, it went to overtime. I mean, you guys remember back in December and that was shocking. That was one of those games where we were like, whoa, maybe these, maybe these freshmen, maybe these kids really are for real. Um, They've shown it since then, but but Duke's got a chance to be something really special, not just to win back-to-back national titles, but we've been number one every week this season. The, The two times we lost, we've been so good all year that they kept us number one, which is really rare. So we've got a chance to go wire to wire. Um, defending national champions, number one, the entire season long. Uh, I, I don't think it'll be easy. I especially think that Indiana game is going to be tough, but I think we're going to do it.
1: They always say it's it's more difficult to beat a team a second time in the season, and we would have to do it in the final against Michigan if we want to beat them. But call me crazy, I think I think we can pull it off. But – we will find out next week in the final four. But until then, uh, for Jason Evans, who is literally yelling somewhere in a parking lot outside the Spectrum, for Sam, who is somewhere in the Netherwoods that is uh, Southern Virginia, coming back from North Carolina. I am Donald Line. I got to go clean my room. This is the Duke Basketball Report podcast.
0: Duke fans, I hope you enjoyed that as much as we did going back into the archives and finding that podcast from 1992. I'm going to bring in Sam and Donald now, guys. It's it's amazing. We sound the same. I can't believe our voices haven't changed over the years. Sam, especially, you sounded very, very baritone for for a three year old.
1: Well, for yourself. I, I sounded like I was ten.
2: <laughs> I, uh, I I I've I've always had this this sort of voice. I guess it's just. Just sort of a, a part of me, but yeah, it was. I, I agree with you, Jason. It was extremely cool to, to go back and hear that. Uh, I can't believe, you know, just to toot my own horn a little bit. I can't believe how articulate I was as a three year old. But um, You've yeah, always pretty, been
0: a bright guy. You've always been really cool smart, stuff. Stuff. and it was fun. You, you was must fun have read to, books. Uh,
2: it was fun to see the game again this weekend when CBS replayed it on Saturday afternoon for all of us who are stuck inside now. Um, during the during the social distancing period so a lot of fun and uh, hope that people enjoyed that
0: yeah my phone was my phone was absolutely blowing up with text messages from fellow Duke fans uh you know my my former college roommates and buddies and the such as well as other Duke fans that I know everybody took a moment I think it was just great on Saturday to watch the replay of that game and uh I think for a lot of us, we went back. I mean, I was getting messages from people who were like, oh my God, Sean, Witt, how, what are we going to do now? You know, people were truly living the moment. It was a lot of fun.
1: Well, I think for a lot of people and myself especially, it was the first time in quite a while where we were able to watch the entire game. Like we've always seen the clips, the the, the shot. We've seen even like some of Overtime, some of those clips, but it was it's very rare that that game is on a, in its entirety. And so I think that one was really cool to just kind of, everyone was kind of like watching it as if they were watching it for the first time, uh, which is also really cool. And there's a lot of stuff that you kind of, you watch, you're like, oh yeah, that did happen. Or like, I mean, even the, the, the Timberlake Leitner situation, like, I don't remember how that all transpired. I just know from 30 for 30, like that it happened. So it, it was cool to go back and kind of relive that and go, oh yeah. So this was what led up to that moment and why, you know, Kentucky fans are so angry about it today. Honestly, they should get over it, but you know, it's it's on them. So, but yeah, it was really cool to to see that and I'm really glad that CBS aired it like that.
0: Well guys, I, I love that we could do this. It was a, it was a ton of fun. I hope the Duke nation enjoyed it. Like I said, we'll be back very, very soon. People look in your feed in the next couple of days and we're going to be talking all about the roster moves that have happened. We think there are more roster moves coming for Duke, both additions and subtractions. Um, and uh, we're going to be on the lookout for all that. We will of course be here to talk about all of it. We urge all of you, please, in this time where we're all social distancing don't social distance from email. Go ahead and send us a line. Send us your thoughts, your comments, your questions to dbrpodcast at gmail.com. Um, for Sam and Donald, I am Jason. Thanks again for joining us on special edition number 201 of the DBR podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We still want you to do those things in these times of, uh, of social distancing. But for the guys, I am Jason. And here is really the Duke band as we say goodbye and sign off.